This episode originally aired October 2016. Hi guys, you're listening to Kinda Dating, where I, your host Natasha Chandel, and some cool folks break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is very important. It's the one my jaded ass needs to figure out. Is there really such a thing? Let's find out. Okay, so today I have uh, a great guest that I'm a huge fan of. He is TV Guide's hottest, Hollywood's hottest 25. Um, definitely one of the hottest Asian actors in the game. <laughs> Thank um, you. Was a star of one of my favorite shows, Heroes. Uh, you know him as Ando. I know him as James Kyson. You've been in fucking everything. Like uh, everything. Like I went through your IMDb. It's everything. Thanks. I mean, I feel like I wish I was in everything. Jeez, um, you literally feel like you've been in everything. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get there. Yeah. Um, how do you keep track of all of that even? It's keep, well, I mean, I don't keep track of everything I've done. I guess that's why IMDb exists, yeah, right? right? <laughs> so that you don't have to. Um, how was it being on Heroes? Because uh, I think that there are fans out there um, listening who are also big fans yeah, of the show. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was... It was what, you know, I really called it kind of like my training grounds, you know, yeah. it was like my graduate school in television because I, it was such a big show. There's so many different components to it and I got to see the making of it from the inside. Yeah. So, um, you know, just a really good educational experience. You know, we had visual effects, special effects. We got to do a lot of our own stunts right. and um, so many storylines and it was just like a big production. Yeah. And um, uh, you just realize how many different working parts mm -hmm. it takes to kind of create a TV show and, and how important everyone's job is. Yeah. But here's a really important question. Yeah. Did it help you get girls? <laughs> you know, I mean, does being on TV help? Uh, get yeah, girls? it does. Like, uh, what? Yeah, you know, uh, I would say dating during that time was uh, both fun and tricky. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah cause because you were like worried if they were trying to get your. I think it's, it's less about that and more about uh, you're meeting so many people like right. transiently. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you end up having a lot of acquaintances and, um, you know, and I, back then I wasn't married. So, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed my life and, and had a lot of fun. It was also tricky to kind of maintain a, I love, a serious I love that, by the way. I love when, when we we hide it by being like, I just like to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I live you my life. You were banging. You were just like, I, I want to keep it casual. I want to have sex with a bunch of girls and peace out. I mean, I, you know, believe it or not, I actually uh, prefer being in relationships. And, really? Uh, but it was tricky to Why? maintain relationships uh, while that was happening because... Right. Uh, I think it's hard. I, I think actors are hard people to date. You know, you have to put up with a lot of stuff. Um, there's a lot of things that come on a short notice and yeah. you have to be very flexible and kind of be willing to go with the flow. And then if you add in stuff like, you know, uh, either being in the spotlight or, uh, you know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot to deal with. I'm also a performer. So I say this with all due respect to all of my performer friends out there, including you, James. We can be real crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we sure, are, our yeah. jobs yeah. are to have our emotions on our sleeve. Yeah. And so sometimes I find it very difficult to date fellow performers because it means 
everybody's emotions are on high and I just, you know, yeah. it's hard. Well, you know what's funny? If you take a good actor's behavior and take the acting out, it's it's considered an illness. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like exactly. multiple personality disorder. <laughs> so true. Schizophrenia, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so true. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, acting's a really, of course, I have deep respect for the craft and, and, and I, I love it. Uh, it's also, it's a, it's a handful and I think yeah. it takes a, a, a sort of special kind of people like my wife. Yeah. To be able to, uh, you know, live with an actor. And, and, Who, by the yeah. way, is like a neuroscientist. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, but before we get into her, so you were a relationship guy. Did you oh, always kind of believe in finding the right person or that there was one right person? You know, uh, I think that was my hope. I wasn't sure if I was going to find that person. Um, you know, I, I, I come from a divorced family too, so I didn't exactly see sort of an ideal role model in oh, terms totally, of like yeah. how that looked like. Um, and at the same time, I was very hopeful about, you know, uh, finding the love of your life, starting a family and kind of like that whole ideal vision. Uh, as I got older, I realized um, the stories that we're kind of fed and sold when we're young is not exactly real life. Like oh, completely. Yeah. Disney fairy tale and... You know, That's my it, one thing I always tell people life yeah. isn't a movie. Exactly. And if you look at the TV shows and movies, you know, it, it makes you feel like marriage is sort of like the finish line. But I heard a great thing today how marriage is really the starting line. Ooh. <laughs> you know? yeah. My parents try to convince me of that, except I'm like, I don't know if I believe in marriage. <laughs> kind of the same thing, though. It, basically kind of what, what you went through. I went, my parents' marriage wasn't that great growing sure, up. And yeah. so then I was like, yeah. why do people get married? I don't get this. Right, right. But now as I've grown older, I'm like, all right, well, now they're super old and they get along. So I'm like, maybe there is hope to stay together. Well, one thing that th that showed me and, and I was committed to was I wasn't going to get married for the sake of getting married. Yes, that's so that definitely, was important yes. So, I, so I, I'm really glad that I took my time mm -hmm. and married the right mm -hmm. person. So tell us about her. Uh, Jamie is, uh, like you said, uh, she's a neuroscientist. Uh, she's also a singer. So, oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah. So, her, uh, she was leading a research team uh, at UCLA uh, focusing on autism research. Um, a lot of things that are over my head, you know, uh, protein strands and, and, and genetics and, and whatnot. That's amazing, yeah. Uh, but she's also been singing her whole life. So, this year in April, she transitioned full-time into music. So, cool. Um, so, she sings with a band called Indigo River. Uh, she's also recording a solo EP that she's just finishing up. So, so how did you meet a neuroscientist? <laughs> uh, crazy heroes? story. Did heroes bring you together? No, uh, no you know, uh, so this was uh, three years ago, almost to the date, actually. Um, uh, so it was two weeks before Burning Man. And uh, so I was at sort of like this pre-Burning Man sort of gathering, you know, a lot of burners and that kind of, you know, there's fires dancing, there's, you know, uh, face painting and, right. you know, a lot yeah, of that yeah. kind of stuff. And uh, and I walked into a circle of uh, people singing and playing guitar. And actually, I heard a voice first and it mm. just kind of like called me. She was like a siren. And then and and then I saw her sing. I was like, wow, who is this girl? So I figured, you know, uh, probably L.A. singer-songwriter slash yoga teacher. Slash, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, and I found out she was a scientist and uh, and yeah, and we just really connected that night. And thanks to her, I got to meet a lot of people from the Burning Man community. Two weeks later, I was at the burn. Yeah. I uh, had a very transformational time. Came back and, you know, we met up for our first date and we fell in love in the first 20 minutes. Wow. So, yeah. Um, that's also a, a, a good tip because uh, a lot of times they tell you, you know, it's good to meet people. Uh, 
doing the things you like to do. So, you know, you were at Burning Man, an event that you like to be at, and you were kind of in a scene you like, so you met kind of a like-minded person. But crazy, you guys, like, fell in love in 20 minutes. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. It's never happened to either of us before. So we were, you know, it's kind of like seeing someone that you recognize on a soul level, and it was just like, like, whoa, like, it's you, you know? And, I, you know, before I met her, I never really believed in these past lives and stuff like that. Mm. But I really believe that, you know, we've had multiple lives together. And wow. Like other dimensions, whatever you want to call it. Um, so you guys don't get bored of each other. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah, it, life life is certainly exciting. Um, you know, and and like any good marriage, there's, there's, uh, there's highs and lows. And you got to put in good work. Yeah. You know, I think any good relationship... Uh, It takes a lot of good work, but it's worth it. Thank you all for listening to Kinda Dating. If you already subscribed, great. We love you. If you're not, get on it. Go to that podcast app on your phone, computer, whatever, and hit the button now so you can get your fix weekly. Side effects include laughing your ass off, sorting out your shit, and finding true love. Isn't that what we all want? When, you know, it's... uh, it's interesting because like you felt that uh, she was you were connected at a soul level. It wouldn't have worked out if she didn't feel that, oh, right? Because yeah, that no, happens it, 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 to it, people. This yeah. happens to me a lot. <laughs> like I have guys hit me up all the time, and they're like, "I saw your picture, and I've never done this before, but I'm in love." And I'm like, "You don't know me, and it's a picture, and it was probably like it, photoshopped." To I think it has to be reciprocal. <laughs> It has to be both ways. Otherwise, I think it's called stalking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, but it's hard. Like, how do you soul level right? or stalking? But like, yeah. how do you how do you know? This is a that's the thing. Like, this is what we're gonna have to explore. Yeah. Okay. Like, what does it mean you know, to it, know? It, it, it's so funny too because you know you ask people who are in love or happily married, and you're like, you know, you know when you know, and you hear that all the time. You're like, like you know, I totally. Yeah, and and realize. I used to think that too until it happened to me, and I think there's. Um, I guess the best way I could describe it is, you know, sometimes you have this uh, intuitive feeling, yep. sort of like the psychic feeling about certain things. Mm-hmm. Some people call it either deja vu or like ESP, or you just have that feeling in your gut. And I think that's something that goes beyond the five senses. It's kind of like in your subconscious right. almost, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's sort of the feeling that I could relate to, you know. Uh, hard to explain, but when you do feel it, you definitely recognize right. it. So. In my lifetime, I have felt that feeling every time I'm like, that is not the right person. <laughs> <laughs> That's every important time too. I'm just like, That's important you too. No, know, my gut just says, I'm going to go over And here. you know, a lot of people don't listen to that. Yeah. And they stay in um, the wrong relationship oh, way yeah. too long. Yeah. You know? And so I think that's just as important to listen to. Totally. And, and I love what you said before because a lot of people, you know, I have a lot of guys ask me too, man. It's like, hey, you know, so, so what do you think the key is to meeting your soulmate or your, your love partner and whatnot? And I say, you know, follow your passions first. Mm-hmm. Do what you love to do. Discover yourself. Um, find out who you are. And when you're naturally doing all the things that you love, of course, that's where you want to meet the person that you want to be with. Completely. You know what I mean? I think that's why so many millennials right now are so frustrated online dating because the system is not really catered Mm. to sort of 
serve the way we were naturally kind of and you're not doing you're not doing the things you want to be doing you're sitting on your bed swiping right, left and exactly, right not exactly. necessarily engaging with people you know yeah. have similar interests yeah. I mean yeah they're saying I yeah. like to be active I yeah. like to do these yeah. things but that doesn't mean that that's the same kind of active you like like yeah. you might like hiking to me I like swimming you are like I don't swim and me I'm like I don't like the sun so you know it then isn't even though you're both active it's not not a jello I really think whatever you're passionate about doing the things that you love that is the best dating app that you Mm -hmm. can have yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay, this guys, this is a good conversation. We're going to keep it going. And uh, since James is clearly the expert on the one, he's going to tell us how do we find the one. But after this, we ventured out into North Hollywood this time. And I was really surprised you guys were really optimistic about the one. Here's what you told me. Do we believe in the one? Yeah. <laughs> you found the one. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the one who just had the prick is like, uh, I I know I used to believe in the one. Oh, there's a sad story behind this. Yeah. I didn't until I met him. Is that uh, total gush moment? Yeah, he's great. I believe in the one, yes. Yeah. I was waiting for her, I think. Definitely. Like, I just think we we complement each other so much. And whatever I lack, I think he brings to the table and vice versa. So I think we complement each other in a lot of different areas. How do you know she's the one? Oh, um, just uh, she fit into not exactly what I was looking for, but it covered a lot of the areas that I, what I was looking for. You don't actually know until you're several months in and then you're like, oh, cool. Like, unless you've been through hard shit, like, how will you know? they're gonna react what can we do to find the one um not give a fuck about finding them because that like oh that was me like i wanted a boyfriend so much i was going on loads loads of dates and like looking for it and then as soon as i didn't give a fuck anymore it just happened when we met we danced and it really when people say like we danced like no one was watching like everything around just blurred and it was really like just him and i see you gotta be real with yourself and you gotta know yourself i found mine on tinder so you can swipe right (laughs) so close what i love was uh, how the one guy was like she didn't meet all my criteria but you know for the most part she was right I love the guy that said um, she fit into my <laughs> and then just, like, so many different answers like came to your head you know you were like bedroom <laughs> well, right. yeah and I was surprised Tinder was one where the girl was like I met you know nowadays yeah. while, hey, while good good for her yeah. you know, I do have like two or three friends who um, married someone they met from uh, eHarmony Oh, yeah. I guess that's the whole point of Oh, no. I mean, my brother met his wife from like an online dating site. It wasn't like the dating apps, but it was like an actual site. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of friends who are married with kids from eHarmony. And, you know, all the power to everybody who finds it however they find it. They should have like a cafe, right? That's like like, like a Tinder in person. Ooh, okay so right. like all these kind of like different booths and then you could literally if you want to swipe right you just like just move on you know what i'm saying <laughs> just move to or the if person. you're interested and then you just kind of sit down and have a conversation yeah I don't know. like a live yeah. tinder yeah like speed dating isn't that i guess that's speed dating i right? guess so <laughs> i don't know i it's thought all... i had a new idea <laughs> yeah. i just i just burst your bubble <laughs> <laughs> sorry james okay so if they're 
all those people that you dated before you found the one, who were they? Um, God, I, so I, I did date uh, a lot of actresses. Um, and then people that I've met through events were just like friends of friends, you know? And um, I, I, I got to say, I did have a lot of fantastic um, women who I feel like uh, taught me a lot of things, yeah. you know? So, you know, they say, you know, uh, before you meet the one, there's the two and the three and the four and the five. And I think they all kind of play a part. I'm at the eight you know? or the nine or the 12 <laughs> or the 18. But you know, like, I, I feel like the good relationships, right. you know, and not all, all relationships are meant to turn into marriages, right? Yeah. Because some are meant to last a year or whatever. You yeah. Know? So I think, uh, uh, that's the other thing that I looked at too, is not look at all breakups as failures or even breakups, mm. but just like, you know what? That person was meant to be in my life for this yeah. period of time and vice versa, mm -hmm. and, you know? And, and we got to teach each other and, and move on. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's been one of my personal struggles is that I, you know, recently got out of a relationship and I thought that it, I was like mad commitment foam, like crazy. So when i met him and things were going really well and they were going really well for a long time i really thought that this person was the one how long were you guys together we were together nine months okay. but for me that's like marriage yeah yeah <laughs> in my yeah. adult years yeah. um is that the longest no 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 i was with somebody for almost four years but that was oh, many like when okay. i was way younger does it count even yeah. no it does but yeah. um but uh, this person in my adult years was like the the most deep relationship I had. And yeah. I thought that it he fit every criteria of the one in terms of like the way we felt, the way we inspired each other, the way all those things that I personally felt. Yeah. And then suddenly it changed. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You mean the <laughs> person changed? The person or just changed. Like the yeah, the person okay. changed. Huh. And, and it's kind of like, wait, I thought that everything was like lined up and then yeah. it changes so then i'm just like <sighs> yeah i think but, but i do yeah. agree with your point that these people do come in as teachers and they do come in to play certain parts sure sure and also i think depending on where you are in your life sometimes you're meant to learn those different lessons yeah you know Ooh, um, i just hit the mics real yeah. hard so but but yeah, but I, I think that was interesting what you said that 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 he changed, and I think maybe that goes to show you too how, like, really getting to know the person is oh, like a yeah. tricky thing, you know. Oh, that's uh, what that's the one thing I find to be, um, the hardest for me to believe that it's the, the hardest to believe the one is because it's hard to find people you grow with in life, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's one thing to be on the same path for a few months, yeah. a year, two years. And then you're like, people change so much. Your needs change, your wants change. Yeah. How do you keep up with that? Like you and you and your wife have been together for a few years. Like, yeah, we've been but together. I'm sure your lives have changed. And how do you maneuver change together? Well, I love what you said. It's, it's all about growing together. And I think that is one of the most important things when mm -hmm. you're in a relationship is that you have to choose to really grow together. Mm -hmm. So any kind of um, really like transformative experiences, uh, we've like done it together. Right. You know, and we even read books together and we're constantly trying to evolve as oh, as, as, so as human beings. And I think I think that's some of the key because I think when you're in a relationship but you're on sort of separate paths 
and then different paths of right. even evolving mm -hmm. on a different pace, then all of a sudden, I think you're going to start noticing a, a distance. Mm -hmm. So I think I think it's key, and I think uh, I think you have to want to grow together. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And some people that that might not be their thing. Yep. And that's fine, but you know that you have to recognize that. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, definitely something that um, I've always said is like life comes in, you know, ebbs and flows, and one one day one person is on top, the other day the other is on top, and you have to ride that wave together. Like, and it's okay that one person is up and the other is down, and then the other is up and the other is down, and but like that's the fun part of it is you know to kind of keep up with each other, but constantly want to work to be together. Yeah, you know. Um, I just kind of thought about this today too. I, I think there is being in love and I mm -hmm. think there's loving someone. Right. And I think there's a, a nuanced difference. What is that? I, I think I think being in love uh, is an amazing feeling, you know? And I think we feel it in our brain, we feel it in our heart and it feels good and it's an amazing thing. Yeah. And most people feel it when at the beginning of a relationship, mm. you know? Uh, I think loving somebody is like an action that you have to choose every day. Mm -hmm. And if oftentimes it's more difficult right you know? yeah it is you know and and hey my wife and i go through this a lot and every great marriage you know there's going to be times where be like i don't really like <laughs> you right now but i'm going to choose to love you, you yeah know? you know and 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 that's that's part of the beautiful thing about it you know so i think it's important to choose both to be in love and also to love right the other person. i'm so glad you mentioned that because that was one of my questions do people fight even though you found the one? Oh, absolutely absolutely i think the key is at least for jamie and i we've learned to like fight smarter mm. you know and i, I don't even want to kind of label it fighting I, I call it more like um like working through challenges nice you know but not avoiding them like and and you know I, i'm a sagittarius she's a pisces uh but we can both get very passionate about yeah. things so when we get in it mm -hmm. we're in it you know and we're both expressive people so if you look at it from the outside you might be like Woo, things are hot so right now but you know what i love that about us because we when we feel something when we feel like uh something's in our mind we speak it and we right. share uh, so none of that passive aggressive stuff where you know what I Good mean like you. you hold it for like two yeah. three weeks so uh, it might feel really heated at the moment but at the same time you know we, we're doing it in love right and you know we're like man I'm really frustrated right now but you know what I still love you and choose you and I know an hour from now it's gonna be all good you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I definitely have to let it go too right you can't just like once you figure it out out of your mind like yeah, it's done yeah. we've solved the problem yeah. moving on like yeah. let's not keep bringing it back yeah, up and, and exactly having a closure to things right. and also uh knowing when the right time to talk about certain things are mm, I mean, maybe right now that's the smart maybe we yeah. just need to chill out for a couple yes. of hours yeah you know you go 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 meditate mm -hmm. and play guitar and i'm gonna go run and do a workout with the guys and yep. then when we come back we're in a much better state i used to get really annoyed because i'm like that i need to be calm before i speak only because i have a fiery um, mouth yeah. and so yeah. Yeah. yeah and so i'm just like before i regret what i say i just need some space and my um uh, ex w was constantly like trying to talk right then mm, and i'm like just mm. give me a second yeah <laughs> and then yeah. we'll speak yeah, but yeah. then and then when you don't and i hit the yeah. mic again guys i'm sorry yeah. but um when he didn't it felt like it was escalating just yeah. because i wasn't calm yeah and, and jamie and i have come up with a lot of um sort of code words you know right. you know we might say hey take five 
where let's say, hey, let's uh, let's do this over email so that it doesn't feel so heated mm. at the moment. And then that gives us time to think about it and then come up with a response. That's smart. And then we also say, we also put like levels on things. So like a level one things, hey, it's very important. It might be urgent. So let's kind of figure out a solution right now. Right now. If something's like level three, hey, we don't need to figure this out right now. But hey, let's have an answer like, you know, two has it Has now. there ever been that you thought something was level one and she thought it was like level four? Uh, you know... Uh, I feel like it depends on preferences, right. you know? Uh, and I think a lot of times the person who wants to kind of solve something might feel like level one for them, you know? Totally. But I think that's one thing that's really helped us is asking, hey, what is your need? Because mm. you, you guys might, are such fucking adults. Like, this is what adult relationships You know, this has all be been like, new for us guys, too. talk about it. Yeah. Ask each other your needs. Ask how they feel. And, like, that, and, that, and that came because uh, we were on our... Uh, we're on a, on a cruise to um, Dominican Republic. We're doing a service project out there. Nice. And on the cruise, we read this book called Nonviolent Communication. And the book was like, like so mind-blowing. It was like yeah. a game changer. But th- th- that's, the, that's the one basic thing we learned. It was so right. simple. It's like, ask the person, like, what is your need? You know, but then the other person also has to answer. Yeah truthfully yeah. what yeah. their need is yeah. and they have to figure it out uh-huh. and sometimes that's the process yeah. but it's amazing how just even asking yourself hey what am i needing right now it's like it's such a big game changer yeah and often rarely talked about like just in life yeah yeah i agree between human beings yeah do you do you meet the one and then become ready or do you have to be ready first and then you meet the one I really believe you call in things to your life when you kind of make space for it. Right. And I believe that with careers, I believe with uh, romance, I believe I believe that with success, everything, you know? So, um, and I think making space for things uh, entails a lot of things, you know? Uh, it literally could mean, you know, like having your own apartment. Right. And not yeah. living in your parents' basement. Mm-hmm. Right. To creating space in your life for uh, for positive things, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and so so I do believe in kind of preparing and mm. being ready, you know. And for different people, that might mean different things. Right. Everything from taking care of your health mm-hmm. first, your life, maybe figuring out your own passions, career path, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I mean, to pretty straightly, you, you got to get your shit together, you know. And I think when you get your shit together, then then you could start kind of. Um, connecting with people who also have their shit together. Right. And then you guys could kind of figure out, okay, like what do we want to create together? Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Get your shit together. You get your shit together and let's figure out how we do this together. Great. Um, tell us some tips. How do you find the one besides getting your passions in order? Yeah. I think... Um, discover, Dress well. Smell nice. Discover yourself. Yeah. Some grooming is good. <laughs> you know? Um I always think about, you know, what does it mean to kind of um, cultivate the best version of myself mm. and not in sort of like a, a facade kind of way, mm-hmm. but like, okay, like, um, you know what I mean? And that means reading books, traveling, right. you know, uh, me, uh, that's create- why I'm doing my first solo trip. Yeah. Where and are you going? I'm planning on going to Spain 
And I'm having like some people who are like, why would you go alone? I'm like, this is my eat, pray, love moment. Yeah. This is yeah. me being good with me. That's exactly Alone it. Yeah. in a different country, being forced to talk to people when I don't like talking to people. I'm so excited for you. Where are you going? Barcelona? Uh, I, Madrid and Barcelona. I'm trying yeah. to do uh, New Year's Eve in Barcelona. Oh, man. You're going to have such a yeah. great time. I loved, hope so. Loved Barcelona. But yeah, exactly. Things like that. You know, if you're not cool with yourself, how do you expect mm-hmm. someone else to be cool with yourself yep. you know and i feel like there's a lot in you that we haven't discovered there's yeah. a lot in us that we haven't discovered yeah. so so i feel like you need to take that time mm-hmm. whether it's traveling whether it's you know signing up for something that you feel scared of whether yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, you know inviting an experience that you've never had before mm-hmm. you know um so all of that is important and i think getting your house in order you know literally mm-hmm. and figuratively yep um a lot of, I think a lot of people uh, refuse to kind of acknowledge the baggages mm. they come in, you know whether that's being in debt or literally just um, you know uh, I, I don't know what my passions are right now or just like even I emotion- went through shit in my childhood and yeah, I need to yeah, deal with yeah, it exactly exactly yeah. you know deal with it face it uh, and I'm not saying that I don't believe that you have to become this perfect person Absolutely. before you know what I'm saying like everybody's in process yeah you know we're all kind of you know there and we always will be yeah exactly but but I think there are certain things that you really want to kind of tackle first I think a lot of times people want relationships is because they feel lonely and they just mm-hmm. kind of want to fill that need mm-hmm. but I think if you kind of think beyond that and say hey and it's not just about because you talked about the list before, you know, and this is one of the things that I, I said in my in my vows and like, you know, often people think about what kind of partner do I want? But how about thinking about what kind of partner do I want to become mm. for your other person? Right. And then what is that? What does that mean? Right. So make a list for yourself. What that means like, oh, man. Yeah. And when I, I realized when I did that, I'm like, man, I got some work to do. Mm-hmm. You know? it, that's so great because I actually read this article that my mom sent me and it was about how this doctor was healing uh, actually criminally insane patients by working on himself. Like weirdly enough, mm. he was healing people by healing himself. Yeah. And he started noticing that the people, now mind you, I don't know if this is real, but I I just thought that it was such a great spiritual lesson in a way that like what I love, kind of what you said, you know, be happy and love yourself and and then you you learn to love somebody else and you can be the right partner for somebody else and they can be the right partner for you. It's like inviting the right people by healing yourself. A lot of great teachers talk about that. Love yourself and you can love the world. Yeah. Take care of you mm-hmm. the things that within you and then you could save the world yeah <laughs> shit guys this got so deep <laughs> i love it but um we're gonna take it back to uh some fun stuff all right i love this conversation so thank you yeah thank you we do something called five questions here on kind of dating okay um it's kind of like our version of james lipton's uh bernard oh, yeah. pivot questionnaire oh, yeah. so uh, i'm gonna ask you five questions you're just gonna answer them and i won't say a word cool. well maybe i'll add little tidbits okay here we go five questions with james kyson what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner hair eyes and and their energy Mm. yeah what is your one deal breaker you know smoking was kind of up there 
just because of the, the smell. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, complainers. Yeah. Yep. Whiners. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Yeah. What turns you on? Uh, people who say yes to life. Uh, people who are passionate about a cause, and um, people who uh, want to use their talents to to do something extraordinary. What is your one strength and one weakness in relationships? I would say my strength is uh, I'm a good listener. My weakness, impatience. <laughs> That's mine too. <laughs> Besides, I love you. What three words would you want your partner to tell you? I support you. Oh, guys, that was cute. Um, thank you so much for being on Kind of Dating today. You're welcome. Um, you really shed a lot of light on the subject. I love it. Uh, where can people follow you? Um, so I'm at James Kaisen on all the social media. And, um, so, you know, speaking of relationships, my wife and I have created a show called Love, yes. Love Bites. Yeah. Uh, B-Y-T-E-S. And, uh, Basically, really bite-sized, uh, fun digital content uh, on really fun tools on how to create amazing relationships. Um, I love so, that. So you could go to our TV channel on Facebook, James and Jamie, and that's J-A-M-E-E. Uh, our names are one letter apart. So, I love it. I saw that when you guys sent me an email. I was like, stop. How cute can you guys be? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, we just had our sixth episode or seventh one just come out. So, yes, they've been coming out once a week. Um, so cool. Is it on Facebook or, or yeah, YouTube? It's uh, it's on Facebook. And then uh, we also have a, a mobile app that we just launched with called Zero C-E-Z-E-E-R-O-W. So that's available on um, you know your app store, both uh, both iPhone and Android, and then we're going to be doing some live broadcast uh, on another app called BitChat. B i d c h a t. They just literally launched. I think they did a special with uh, the cast of Teen Wolf uh, yesterday. Um, so it's a new platform. Um, so so we'll be there live broadcasting so people can follow us on that. Damn, you guys are so busy. And all this is taking place in the Love Shack? <laughs> yeah. Guys, that's what they call their home. Yes. That's yes. awesome. Well, thank you once again. Guys, Kind of Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us at 7522 Sunset Boulevard in L.A. Thank you for downloading this episode. Please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes. Download the rest of the shows. And remember, there's a video version of this podcast on my YouTube at Natasha Chandel. Subscribe, share, and comment. Also, send us your dating stories and your thoughts at kindadating at gmail.com. And according to James, we know it's tough out there. But just try. See ya. The show is produced by myself and Mason Booker, who's also the audio engineer. All the video production is done by Bob Erda. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden. Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti. And our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.